I have what I believe could be the next big social media app and no one is doing it. I'm the only one in the world who has thought of this idea and I'm about to give it to you. So actually, I don't know if I want to give this away. It's kind of too good, but I'm going to say it anyway. My idea is a social media app. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. Today, I am joined by Mr. Sam Crane, as always. And uh, today, we have some pretty interesting things to talk about. Yeah, it's going to be hype. We're going to get into a very, we're going to try to teach and introduce a very, very important skill that might have not been explicitly laid out to you yet. Um, And hopefully, uh, it'll be able to like change your outlook on um, on life and meeting people and all of that in the future. Don't want to give away too much, but um, I think we're going to introduce this topic by um, give me a quick few stories. So um, we want to talk about faking it until you make it. So recently, I just watched um, the Great Gatsby movie um, for the first time. And um, the movie, it was, it was all right. I don't know. Um, it had a What's his face? Who's who's the Tobey Maguire Spider Man? Tobey Maguire, really? Yeah. So Tobey Maguire, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um. So pretty a, a fun cast. Um. The movie was like it was it was all right. Um. I'm sure the book when we read that later is here is gonna be better. But, um, I found Gatsby the character to be very interesting, and, um, for those who don't know, I don't want to like spoil. The Great Gatsby, if you haven't seen it, but basically. I don't think this gives away too much. There's this one guy named Gatsby who's like super rich and he throws these very elegant um, parties and stuff and it's all like 1920s-esque. So basically this dude's super rich. He throws a ton of parties. People come. People barely even know what he does. It's kind of mysterious. So I got me thinking, one, is there a real person that like Fitzgerald, the author or something, um, like wrote this about so i did some digging and there's actually this dude named max gerlach gerlach i don't know um and this is pretty much the person that um scott fitzgerald based his um based gatsby off of so a lot of the same um character not character traits but like things in his life um like applied to both so like don't want to give away too much of the storyline, but basically, like, um, said he was educated at Oxford, served in the army, like, um, relation to the German Kaiser, basically a ton of stuff that, like, makes it pretty clear that this is the person that, um, that Scott Fitzgerald was basing Gatsby off of. And, um, I mean, this dude, he kind of, like, faked it until he made it. So, um, he went and moved to new york tried to become all he like threw all these big parties extravagant parties and all these different people all these rich people in new york like went to these parties so basically he got to meet all these rich people and get opportunities that he wouldn't have otherwise and it's kind of like the same idea with um with gatsby so he ended up actually like losing a lot of his wealth so it didn't last that long but um Basically, uh, he like he went and he networked, he networked, and that's what we're trying to get at. So, um, Maceo, you have an- another example of someone who's <clears throat> faked it until they made it, right? Yeah, I do have someone, 
And I think this is actually really relevant to a lot of people right now. And the person I found who has truly faked it till he made it was Kanye West. Really? And this story, this story isn't too told, but I was doing some digging before this episode. And um, he has this thing. He calls it the Kanye West method, right? And the Kanye West method is you tell everyone you're the best until they start believing in you. It's so true. And that's, like, <laughs> you, you got to act how you want to be treated. Like, I, yeah. I feel like nothing is more true than that. Oh, no. Exactly. And so he started making music, I think, like, back in the, like the mid-90s. He was a producer. And he would charge high prices for his producing to make it seem like he was a more reputable producer. And bringing in higher prices brought in higher class clients, right? Whole thing. He has no clients and he's charging a ton of money per song. And he's faking it until he makes it. Um, so, do you have anything? I'm sorry. I just interrupted you. You, you, can keep, you can go. Yeah. All right. So, this is kind of a philosophy that I'm now trying to bring into my own like personal business, my little media business. And before, like people would ask like, oh, how much is a video or something? And all right, it's kind of embarrassing. It is. It's really embarrassing. But I would just say like $20 an hour, which is literally scamming myself because I'm not <laughs> I'm very good at what I do with the whole video stuff. So like charging that much is like it's it's nothing, and I would often like uh, undershoot the amount of hours that um what I it would actually take to like complete a video like that. So now, like you kind of have to change your um, change. I had to change my perspective. Like now, when like someone is like wanting to do a video, obviously I'm not gonna do it for like that little anymore because that's seriously just like scamming myself. But I had to realize that like there are people who are willing to pay more money and I just have to set my, you have to like kind of pose yourself as like a premium option because then even if you get like less jobs, then um, you're still making the same amount of money because you're pulling in more money. So you're basically working less for the same amount of thing just by kind of switching your market a little bit. And that's why I think it's not a bad idea when people ask how much you, you cost to be like what's your budget like to try to like if you have any like service business like that i feel like asking the what's your budget question can kind of give you a ballpark um of what they're thinking obviously if that's so low you can just be like uh, that's like nowhere close to like what i go for um but then it'll give you like an educated place to like you know give a rate give it give a quote so i don't know that's definitely something that i'm trying to implement um basically just like Yo, if you want, if you want Sam Crane Media now, you gotta, you gotta pay. <laughs> yeah, I mean that makes total sense. You don't want to cheat yourself, right? Like you, yeah, charge twenty dollars an hour. You spend eight hours. You charge them for six hours. Like you don't yeah. really make any. That's the same money you can make working a normal job. Exactly, exactly. And, you could like I could go scoop ice cream and make that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like don't cheat yourself, right? Um, All right. Um. Another thing I wanted to get to um, that kind of relates to the the real life Gatsby um, is showmanship. So I think a very important part of um, kind of, you know, getting people to like you be um, to like just like attract people in general, 
not in like any like sexual way obviously but just like to have make try to get people to like like you and stuff um and find you interesting is you have to put on a show so a good example of this is if you're giving some sort of speech or something like you got to go above and beyond in, in hooking the audience's attention and getting them to like remember you you need to be memorable above all else because i mean you can have a good speech or something like that but if people forget you if you didn't bring the enthusiasm then like what's the point they're just gonna forget they're like okay that was like cool and stuff but like you know who's gonna remember it and you see this with like if you look up ted talks that like get the most views and stuff these speakers always do something that's like really exceptional and it doesn't need to be like the most um exceptionally like intelligent sounding idea or something it has to be something that gets that makes their speech accessible to all and like can capture the audience of like a youtube viewer you know um it doesn't need to be the most intellectual thing ever but um basically yeah just you got to provide something that can grab the audience's attention or else they're not going to listen to anything you have to say they're not going to remember you yeah because i know have you seen the TED talk about procrastination? Yeah, that guy's great. Okay, so, so good at that it. is probably my favorite TED talk I've ever watched. I haven't watched many of them, but I remember that so perfectly. If you haven't seen it, he does drawings of a monkey in your brain called the procrastination monkey. He acts like a three-year-old. He acts and like a three-year-old, fantastic. but then he's targeted towards like adults. And it's really interesting and super engaging. Probably and that's like... like one of, if not the most viewed TED Talk, I'm not sure. But it probably it's is. up there. And like, I say, if you, everyone should watch that video. It's really funny. It's funny out there. But like, look at what he does. Like, look how he engages with the audience. Yeah. And that's like what you want to implement in everything you do with your life. On the topic of public speaking, I think like public speaking and being able to talk in front of an audience is like a super important skill. And if you can like master that, just being able to like grab an audience's attention it's gonna make it so much easier for you to do everything because if you're like an interesting person that people gravitate towards like uh, it just it helps in every department so i mean there are a lot of ways you can get better at public speaking you can take classes on it you could read books sure. on it but um it basically just boils down to practicing so like you got to take every opportunity you can to like publicly speak it's going to help a lot with um you can't get better without doing it so <laughs> go 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 public speak in front of your um in a, in a mirror all day and see if you can impress yourself or something yeah <laughs> i don't know and um a big thing i've realized i'm by no means a great public speaker but i try to like have confidence and project my voice this well. podcast is you is you working on that this exactly this Literally. podcast is a big learning curve for me but one thing that I was like really noticing is body language is so important when you're speaking to people yep. or in front of people and like that, like just having your chin up, like shoulders a little bit back, like not extreme, but um, just it's, like it all showing boils. confidence with yourself yeah, is just such a big deal when you're talking. You'll be treated like a confident person if you act confident and um, yeah, it all boils down to like the... They always say like, oh, treat people how you want to be treated. M my new one is act how you want to be treated. Because if you can, uh, okay, don't, this does not mean act like a douchebag because then you'll be treated like a douchebag. 
But yeah. if you can just be like, I don't know, just in the way you like carry yourself, just try to act like, you know, I don't want to just be confident and people will respect your ideas more, I feel like, which helps yeah. in every facet of life. <laughs> yeah. And like speaking with a, like the tone, right? Take like the median tone of the room and then just go a little bit louder than it. Not loud. Yeah. Ex- that's not, not loud. Thumb. Go median tone, go a little bit louder. Your voice will project so much farther. Like I'm not a very loud person when I talk. It's kind of a problem that I have. And I've been working on just like trying to listen for the median tone. And then just projecting a little louder. Yeah. And it works um, so well. People listen to you. Yeah, you gotta like you gotta speak up, you gotta share your ideas. Sometimes your idea won't hit. Sometimes the joke you're making won't land. Um, but it's okay. Because you learn from those experiences and then when like a lot of people like simply won't remember. Like no one cares that much. You just have to be like prepared to like put yourself out there and just do your best to have as much confidence as possible because i don't know it's definitely like do you think confidence is like a learnable skill yeah totally i think it takes practice but you can totally you know what there's a guy on tiktok who his whole thing is just like trying to get over like social anxiety and bro will just like go up to people and try to like meet it like talk to like 10 strangers every day and have a conversation with them which is great it totally if you have that um if you're like shy if you're a shy person that'll totally help you um kind of break that bubble yeah is he the guy that goes up and he like tries to act like they're from his childhood and stuff is it is maybe it guy, i don't or know it, or is it a better is it <laughs> someone more normal that's a no, there's this, strategy there's this guy he walks up to people a little bit older than him he's like hey oh my gosh ron i remember holding you as a baby it's funny he's talking like an old dude but it's like all his way of building up confidence with his speaking it's um, um it, it's really what, funny you know what um kind of gave started giving me this skill at a young age doing youtube pranks in public such a <laughs> such a bad time of i'd like to look back on that it's hard not to cringe but like i realized it kind of like you know got me out of my bubble a little bit um all i needed was like a little bit of some views to motivate me yeah. um, i think another strategy that um that kind of relates to this whole like networking talking to people um basically it's like you know using this sounds terrible, but using people to help yourself. Um, there's this series, or not a series, but it was like a challenge that went around, probably on some like Reddits and stuff. And basically, you go up to like different places and you just try to get a discount. Just see if you can get a discount. Oh, just just yeah. ask. And it takes, I, I don't know if I could do it. Um, it takes like, you got to have some serious, um, some serious courage to do that. But just like go up to like in a coffee shop. Hey, can I get 10% off? Or if you're like, you know, or more ballsy. Hey, can I get 50% <laughs> off? But yeah. um, I mean that it, it kind of like how if, even if you, one, it helps you with um, the fear of rejection because it, you'll people will say no a lot of times. But then it also teaches you the power of asking and how much you can get from just asking because yeah. I mean, people have done this a lot of times like, oh, sure, you know, um, so I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Do you think? You'd yeah, be able to? 
no. There's this guy on TikTok. Have you seen him? He goes to coffee shops and he asks for free coffee. And oh, like, he, he probably like, has like an, like, like max something, like max something. Max I don't know. What's his success like, rate, do you think? I, I, I actually am not joking. Maybe he only posts his wins, but it's probably like 80%. Because what is it? What does it hurt? They're making $12 an hour. Yeah. They don't care about not giving you coffee. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to talk about a little, little life hack right now. Something that I've been doing, right? So I went to like a few stores. There's not many stores where we live, but when we go to like, <laughs> I guess like <laughs> big cities, right? Really. Yeah, yeah. Not many like big chain stores like that. Yeah. But when you go to a big chain store, right? Just ask if they have a student discount. I'm not even joking. Almost every single store has a student discount. Wait, that's genius. Like where? Like what's like like Walmart? Like 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 um like Forever Twenty One has. They have a student discounts. discount. They have a student discount. They have student that's discounts sick. at um. I think some H and M has student discounts. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the stores I've actually tried this at. It's like it's like you know like chain stores like that, like chain yeah. retail stores. Probably not like Patagonia or something. Actually, no, I think they do. I swear they do. I swear they They do. They might. I wouldn't be surprised. Just a lot of these places, just ask. What do they tell you? No. Okay. Yeah, then what? They're like, okay. (laughs) You you say, okay, I pay the extra 15%. But, you know, that also, what you were saying earlier, it helps you deal with rejection and you're saving money. Like, it's it's pretty solid. I I see this as an absolute win. So, moral (laughs) of the story, um, go ask for stuff don't be annoying like 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 ask for stuff but like don't be annoying so people don't like you um and yeah i don't know what are some other ways i want to talk about some other ways to um to win friends and influence people to quote the the dale carnegie book but uh actually let's yeah in that book he talked he gives um some strategies so maseo what are your like strat when you so i think if you want to be, if you want to like network, like we're talking about network with people who are really rich and successful, you can't, you, you got to carry yourself like them. So you can't like, yeah. I feel like the worst thing that you can do if you're trying to like befriend someone who is very successful or something like that is be like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm such a big fan. You don't, you cannot put yourself no. below them. You you have to put yourself on the same level, um, unless unless okay. So there's actually two ways. So you can put yourself below them in one in one situation. I like that. First, I'll hit the on the um being on the same level of them. So you just gotta act. You gotta act cool. Okay, don't don't panic. Even if this is your idol, and you just gotta treat them like like one of their friends would treat them. Because going back to the treat people i mean act like you how you want to be treated if you act like you're one of their friends unless you're doing it like in a very creepy way they'll give you like more respect than they do like you know their average like fan or someone like that um so that's one strategy is to like you can do that by i don't know you could like you know make fun of them in a friendly way you could like if they're if they're running like a really huge business you can like ask him what their business is hey like so i walk up to bezos hey uh you're kind of familiar what what business do you have have a business oh i run amazon 
Oh, I think I've heard of that. You guys are like the small bookstore, right? <laughs> Obviously, that's like an exaggerated, um, that's an exaggerated example. But you could just do something like that to try to like, you know, be friendly with them, but get on like their same level. Um, obviously that won't work with like billionaires and stuff, but you get the idea. Um, yeah. And the other way that you can try to get people to like you is just to like listen to them. Just like ge- try to be as genuinely interested in them as you can. And like people, this is kind of contradictory, but to to what I just said, but these two both work. They're two separate strategies that both work sometimes with different people so you you know you have to do your best to read these people and figure out like what's going to work with them but in general people like people who make them feel good like you you like to be around people that make you feel like such a, a cool and interesting and great person so if you can you know do that if you can convince a person that they are like the greatest being of all time and be genuinely interested in their life they're going to want to hang out with you. Yeah. I mean, that's completely true. And something I like to do is whenever I'm meeting someone for the first time, I kind of try to like, like, I guess like read them. Not That, that sounds weird. Um, no, I try to like yeah, tell perfect. who they are as a person yeah. so I can relate to them when I'm talking to them. And it's like, I feel like I do enough things to the point where like I could relate to a lot of things with people. And it's like, once you can just figure out that one thing from them, if you could bring that up in a conversation, someone will instantly click with you. Like talk something they like, something they have, they'll instantly go for you. Yeah. I think like being able to read people is like a very important skill. I, okay, I'm not actually going to tell this story. Uh, maybe I'll tell it <laughs> later. But um, sometimes you read people wrong and that's okay. Um, yeah. And most of the time the consequences aren't terrible. So um i don't know you can take risks with like humor and stuff like i said the joke doesn't always land but it's all right um you'll get past it trust me i've been there um but yeah i don't know if you can just like make a person feel good they're gonna want to be around you so yeah Yeah. all right um i do want to actually we're kind of darting all over the place um (laughs) still Still under the same general topic um and this will this should segue a little bit into um, what we want to do a little bit later in the episode. But I want to talk about the idea of being a party host. So this is kind of going back to Gatsby. <laughs> this dude's hosting okay. all these big parties. And what is he known for? He's like the guy who hosts the big parties. But how you can do this. So if you if you like are in, let's let's give an example. So say you just graduated high school. Okay, you're going off to a new college that you have like never been to before. You don't have any friends there. What can you do to make a, a ton of friends very quickly? Well, you could try to get people together and just say you're hosting a party, okay? And this party cannot it can be like a very sleeper get together. You literally just need to find a place to host it. It could be like a university it could be like some uh, it could be like a park or something i don't care it could, you could like try to talk to some people someone who has like a house um but if you can be like the person who like hosts parties people are gonna like go to you as someone um who is like a friend someone they know you know 
Yeah. This can help later on in life after you graduate college and say you're like working. Why? Like if as long if you're having trouble, like, you know, getting close to a lot of your coworkers, you could like host a party. And then everyone's I mean, if especially if you do it at like your house or like your apartment or something, people are already going to feel like closer to you. And they'll be and you'll be that person that they go for when they need help or something like that. And all of a sudden you have these connections. And if you actually help them, then that's like a lifelong friend that you can, you know, get the same in return from. So I think like being the host might be like an OP strategy to uh to getting friends. Cause you can just like send out invites, they'll send invites to other people and then you kind of set up. Yeah. I remember in a previous episode, we talked about I don't you phrased it somewhere. That was what it was like it was like how to buy friendship for twelve dollars. Oh yeah. And no, it was it was the the box is- of donuts in a workplace, right? Or I guess my example was that my teacher bought my class two boxes of donuts and it was like instantly like boom, this is the best class. They brought us food then. Exactly. They they did this, but like you bring that to a workplace, you'd be like, Oh, who brought the donuts? Oh, Sam brought the donuts. It's oh, the what same a cool idea. guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's this, it's that same idea of just uh, trying to get people to like you because then like I, I'm doing my best to not sound like some like crazy evil person, but like it, it's not, but no, it's, I don't even, it's not like crazy and evil. Like you're just, people can help you. That's how you like move forward in life. Other people, they say you are the average of your five best friends, you know? So it's yeah. that same idea of like, you want to surround yourself with a circle of good people. I mean, Maceo, you help, did you want to talk a little bit about why your circle is like so important and stuff? Yeah. So the example you just said, the five people, what'd you say? How'd you, you were, you are the somewhere? average of, I don't know what the actual quote is, but you were the average of the, of your five best friends or your, your five closest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But like my whole philosophy that I have is that the people you surround yourself with forms who you are. Like this applies kind of throughout your entire life, right? You go through, I don't know, maybe starting like middle school or so, but you, you start middle school, you're with like a good crowd of people, right? Like good students, even in middle school, it still works. And it's like, you surround yourself with good students, you'll become like a good student. It's, or, it's very hard to be a bad student if your best friends are attentive A students. Exactly. And, and it's, it's, very, like, it's very hard to be an A student if your best friends are attentive failing students. Exactly. And I think this kind of starts to apply into like, I guess, adulthood, maybe in high school. And it's like you spend time around, you know, five smokers, you're going to become the sixth smoker. Like it's, it's bound to happen. This That's a quote I just pulled from an audiobook I listened to. I forgot the, <laughs> oh man, the Dave Ramsey. So sorry. Dave Ramsey made an audiobook? Right? Is that, is that the right person? Maybe. I, I would believe it. The old dude? Yeah, the old white oh, guy old who like gives financial advice mean. on a on a radio show. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I didn't listen to a whole thing, but I listened to like a summary of his book. And that was only that stuck out to me. But it's like basically the quote, maybe that was from Rich Dad Poor Dad. I've listened to a lot of audiobooks lately. I've been enjoying them. YouTube Robert free audiobooks. Saki, my man. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's Rich Dad Poor Dad. But he was like, You surround yourself with three smokers, you'll be the fourth. Surround yourself with three millionaires, you'll become the fourth. True. But it's like, which situation is better? being a smoker or becoming a millionaire depends on and what you're smoking like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess so 
But it just kind of all ties into like whoever you spend your time with is kind of like who you slowly shape yourself into. Yeah. That's why you listen to the teen finance pod. Exactly. Because you want to be losing money like we do in the stock market. Woo! Have you looked at your account? (laughs) I I checked it today. It was not good. The Fed. Eyes closed. (laughs) All right. Not touching. We got time. We got time. So we're going to do... I want to roll into... Since we're on the idea of... We've talked about entertainment. We've talked about parties, networking, all of that. Um, I have what is what I believe could be the next big social media app and no one is doing it. I'm the only one in the world who has thought of this idea and um, I'm about to give it to you. So actually, I don't know if I want to give this away. It's kind of too good, but I'm going to say it anyway. My idea is a social media app that lets you find parties in your area. Okay. So this whole (laughs) app is going to be based on like party culture. So, Here's the situation. You get home on a Friday. You just get home from school on a Friday night. You're like, shoot, man, I need I need a rager to go to. Um, or in our case, since we live um, in coastal California, I need a bonfire to go to, you know? So um, what you're going to do is you're going to go onto our app, which I have a couple names. The first one is Bonfinder. I thought that was my favorite one. <laughs> um, That's funny. Party Animal. I feel like there's like a lot of good names that you could do. Um, but you'll you'll go onto this app, and it's basically like um, it's kind of like what are like those RSVP things? It's like those those things. Oh, where it's Evite? like, huh? Evite. Yeah, like like Evite, but Evite. for for the new generation. So the the interface, you'll see like a map or something. All right, so you can move around the map, and you'll see like different like you know parties that are happening in the area. Um. So first, the first thing will be like you, you know how there's like I am not a robot, um things. Yeah. So you have to do like, I am not a cop. <laughs> That's the first box you have to check. <laughs> and then, and then you unlock, you unlock, um, you unlock Bonfinder. And there you can see all the parties that are happening. You can see who's hosting them. There's house parties. And then, um, you can see like, oh, what people are bringing. Obviously, no illicit substances because pe- teens never do that. That never happens. Never, ever. But you could find a way to be like, oh, who's? You could make like, you could say like, oh, who is going? And then you're like, oh, who is this person going? So what you're going to do is you're going to click on them and then it's going to bring you to the profile. And on there, you said you have, you have profiles on Bonfinder, right? Because we okay. have to, you know, um, you have, we have to make it engaging. So then on Bonfinder, you just have a feed of, of you like taking pictures at all the ragers you've been to. And then if we want, we can make like some sort of like where you can like level up by going to more parties or something, which keeps users coming back to our app. So you can level up so you can go from like, little like amateur party goer to like himothy you know to a party animal you can can, yeah to a party animal (laughs) exactly so what are your thoughts on this idea Maseo? i i thought of this like maybe a couple months back i don't have the skills to build it so i guess it's a free-for-all if people want to take this but um i don't know i think it's a fun idea i think um i think it could be huge and you know what actually you could build this in the same way that Zuck built Facebook. So you could start it off. So you know how Facebook started? They It was a Harvard exclusive thing. So you had to have like a at harvard.edu email to be able to make a Facebook account. So what you could do is you could do the same thing, but for high schools, because obviously I think this would start in high schools, but also like college too, 
would be cool. Actually, I don't know. This might even be more applicable in college. So maybe you start by rolling it out to a couple elite colleges and then you slowly expand it to like different schools because you want to keep that exclusivity to make because you're like, oh, you go to Harvard, you need like this Bonfinder app, like no one else, like you you're, you can get it. So like, oh, I guess I'm in a special club. So yeah. you could try to launch it with some sort of exclusivity like that. And um, yeah, that's how you could roll it out and get people to want to use it. Yeah, that's a solid idea. I think there's something's kind of like it is um it's in those garage sale finder apps. No, I haven't. Okay, so there's a few. I looked at them before. I used to watch a lot of um Gary V. Oh when yeah, do okay. the, um, like, this, this is a good videos. idea to the garage sale finder. Who's doing this? What are they? No, no, it's a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. there's one called Yard Sale Treasure Map. Honestly, I bet you could come in and make a good one. It'll do well. None of these yeah. look that great. Also one called the Virage Sale. I'm guessing virtual garage. That's what it's supposed to mm-hmm. be. Um, oh, not a virtual garage sale. Sorry, I'm looking at it wrong. So the only one that I've seen is the Yard Sale Treasure Map. And then I think there's like Find... Oh, man, what's it called? Oh, GarageSaleFinder.com. Mm-hmm. And I think no one really posts on these, but that's kind of similar to your idea, right? Yeah. Where you can you post your event and then people can come to it. So... Let's let's address some problems with the the idea that I have. Alexa, stop! <laughs> I didn't. All right. Um, I think there are some there's some issues that I want to address. All right, get some yep. some counter arguments out there. So first thing is, oh, people don't post on the app. Okay, so people like want their parties to be exclusive and stuff. I feel like there's still a pretty broad market of like I, when when you go on Snapchat, you see like yo pull up like people just want people there to make the party hype you know so yeah. i feel like that kind of um solves that like i feel like there'll be plenty I, I well we're gonna have product market fit is what i'm saying i think there's a market of people who want people to come to their parties and there is a big market of people who want to go to parties and find parties to go to so what do you you solve that problem that is the problem that is the problem we are fixing that is product market fit right there yeah maybe um, do, do you know what product market fit is do, do i need to like because i feel like people won't know what i mean when i say that uh if you want to explain it more all right good let's do a basic um a basic lesson right here on product market fit product market fit is what every business needs to succeed what does it mean it means your product has a market and you're fitting in that market so for example something this is an example of product market fit there is a market of people there's there's a group of people who are party goers who want to be and there's a group of people who are party hosts and they need to be connected how do you do that you make an app that that fits that market what is an example of something that does not have product market fit i'm going to use a stereotypical example okay Mm -hmm. you you find a problem or you find a new technology and for this i'm going to say blockchain technology and then you try to create a product and then find a market that it can fit into. So that is the opposite yeah. of like of creating of, of finding a find so finding a tool and then finding a way to use that tool, you're not going to get product market fit like most of the time. Finding a problem and then finding the tool, the simplest tool to fix that problem, that's how you're going to get basic product market fit. That is how you make a successful business cuz you you have to be solving a fundamental problem. You can't be like inventing I mean, obviously, once you're an established business, you can create a problem and, and sell a solution. But 
until you get to that point where you're Apple, you can't do that. So you kind of need to do your best to, you know, find a problem that actually needs solving and then get a solution. Yeah. I respect okay. guys. That makes sense. Um, I guess. Yeah, that makes total yeah, sense. Actually. Product market yeah. fit. So I think Bonfinder is, <laughs> I'm just going to, I think Bonfinder <laughs> is a good name. I think this yeah. is the next big social media app. Um, someone needs to make it. It might be me, you know, once I get my, once I, you know, embody this Patagucci, turn into a little like, um, Asian boy, Silicon Valley software engineer, you know, I'm going to be grinding on, I'm going to be grinding Figma, make some fire, uh, little, uh, some good UI. And I think the, the eventual goal for this company is that you get bought by Snapchat, like Snapchat buys this. Yeah. Snapchat. That's true. This Snapchat is, this is totally that. like something Snapchat could acquire. It fits in with the Snap Map exceptionally well. I don't know how you would integrate the profile thing though. Maybe you would just get rid of that. Maybe you just go to Bitmoji. Or you could sell the you could sell to Instagram. Because Instagram's like dying and they need to try to like Instagram and Facebook are on their way out. So or you could also sell to B Real if B Real stays around. That's true. So basically this could be sold to like a lot of different companies. Um, or you could try to stay independent if you want, but I feel like this is better as a feature in like Snapchat or something. So you got to create the business and then you got to sell. And yeah. I think, I think you're like, oh, why wouldn't Snapchat just like copy you? This is totally like, like another fundamental um, principle of having a successful business is you want to build a network because networks are hard to get out of. So anyone else could create um another social media like snapchat but you can't get the people the people on snapchat or it makes snapchat snapchat if no one had snapchat no one would use it so yeah what you need to this is like the same thing with like any social media but this is why it's so hard to build a social media platform um but it there's proof that it can be done be real which just blew up in the past like it can be done again um yeah and social media platforms are constantly like you know fading in and out of relevancy so there's going to be new ones and i think um bonfinder has the opportunity you could try to create a network slowly by making it exclusive and then um once you have that network of people people can't just like switch over to an alternative because you won't have that like you know that core network of people who like go to parties and host parties yeah i guess the only problem with that would probably just be like cops being on there because yeah, so technically the kids aren't supposed to have bonfire aren't supposed to have bonfires well i, I think just, I just, you could just like bonfire. like you could like post your legal stuff and then we could just be like not us if they if they not chose us. to post other stuff on their stories or something like that it could be like use at your own risk but yeah you could, the other thing that you could do is there could be like a public parties page where all the legal stuff happens and then you can make like you can make you could host post parties on Bonfinder, but just to like a select number of like like your friends or something. We we definitely build in some sort of feature that um you can like friend people and follow people and follow back people and stuff like that. Just like on Snapchat, same idea. Yeah, I mean honestly, I say you make it and just rub it in Snapchat's face. They'll buy it. Gonna be able to resist. Gonna, They'll buy. You know what They'll... I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make Bonfinder. And then I'm going to take our advice. I'm going to stroll up to Snapchat like I'm that guy, like I am him. 
And they're gonna like, fake it yo, till yo, you make what's it. Good? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fake it till I make it. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I run a trillion dollar, um, the next big social media app. They'll chuckle for a second until they realize that Bonfinder is is has has thousands of college students just just craving to get into it. You know, so uh, it's true. I think this, this sounds like a plan. How much are we gonna sell for? Trillion dollars, oh, maybe. I was thinking like, camera. ooh, trillion. Seems like we're cutting ourselves short. Maybe like a bill, uh, a quadrillion or something. Quadrillion. That could be fair. Yeah. That's like that's like a discount though. I guess if we just want to be bought, we can sell for that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Maceo, talk. T- tell me about the bubbly blaster. Okay. So the bubbly blaster. I'm sure everyone that has watched has seen our podcast or listened to it has probably watched Shark Tank. Kind of ties into being in the finance or just going to a hotel um but um there was this product i saw in there it was called the bubbly blaster and basically what it was is a a water gun that attaches to champagne bottles and from the champagne bottle there's like air that builds up in it right and you could squirt champagne out of your water gun genius dude it's so smart it's, it's genius right and it's like the ultimate like Probably just for like college parties and stuff. I don't know if anyone's really gonna drink their expensive champagne out of a bubbly blast. I would. That's the coolest way to drink champagne. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Treat other people. I mean, treat. Act like how you want to be treated. I want to be. I want to be treated like a guy. You want to be. So you want to cool be bubbly blasted. Use a bubbly blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, the thing was though is that they sell their bubbly blasters for a hundred dollars yeah it's crazy dude it is outrageous they oh they're still in business i thought they went out of business okay yeah so they sell a bubbly blaster for a hundred dollars just to spray champagne and i think it's actually plastic i don't even know if it's i hope it's metal i really I hope, hope it's, metal. it's metal it'd be really bad if it wasn't um they have knockoffs on amazon if anyone's in the market for a bubbly blaster but um they got a deal with i believe mark cuban uh oh they got a deal with mark cuban and all alex rodriguez which is pretty neat for uh 180 grand for 30 percent of their business wait yeah wait alex rodriguez the baseball player i don't is he on shark tank well alex rodriguez is a he's a yankee or was a yankee a rod was a rod oh yeah yeah it is him yeah oh okay sick that's that's epic so I don't follow A Rod's A Rod's vision for this is after winning the World Series, you go into the um the clubhouse and you get your bubbly blasters and you like spray them around. Yeah, after you just like win the World and, Series or like clinch the playoffs or something. And that was Mark Cuban's idea for his basketball team as well. Oh, for the Mavs. Oh, perfect. yeah, for the Mavs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every sports team just, needs like fifty of these. <laughs> every sports team just needs bubbly blasters everywhere. But um. Yeah, I thought that was just like an interesting business theme or yeah, like business idea. Yeah. Right? You're kind of tapping into like the market of parties. So they I think they're they're obviously charging too much and they they left it too open for competition by charging that much. Um I guess they're still the name brand and I they're still in business, yeah. Yeah, they're still in business, yeah. So they need to do some like big Black Friday sale or something to get people to actually buy the product because there's no way their cost landed is that high. It can't be higher than like twenty bucks. Even if it's, if it's yeah. no, it can't be higher than ten bucks. What? 
Probably not, unless it's like real metal. Because as of 2022, they're worth this is $1 like handmade in the United States. Like I can't, their their cost landing can't be that high. Um, at least twenty five dollars. This that's a lot. Wait, well, that was that's when they pitched. Lot. Yes, it's probably gone down. I'd hope. If they got sales, I mean, it's like you know, basic like economies of scale. It's probably gone down if they were successful. Um. Yeah. Probably. I hope it's gone down because that's a lot. So. And there, that definitely is it over for competition, but I don't know. I feel like the bubbly blasters is, is it's it's a fun idea, and I think there's a lot of other businesses like this in the the party industry. Yeah, totally. All right, I want to finish it off with um a fun little creator creator rager that is coming up, the Dude Perfect Cruise. So Ooh. this is interesting. So Dude Perfect, the, the guys who do trick shots and all that, um, they are going to be doing a cruise so they got like an entire cruise ship i think they it's like a norwegian cruise line so they probably did some sort of partnership with them and they are basically going on like it's like a short three-day cruise um to the bahamas like nassau or something so not like super crazy or anything like that it's on like a relatively old ship but i think that they're it's going to fill up and i think all these like families are going to want to take their kids on this experience you know you get to see the guys i'm sure they're going to make it super fun it's going to be like a disney cruise probably with the amount of like activities and stuff they have going on so this kind of relates to the the larger idea of like touring and creators going on tours and stuff like that live events you can make serious money if you have a dedicated fan base like dude perfect does of especially like it's it's very good for their market because their fan base is like kids and parents who want to make their kids happy and are like looking yeah. for especially after the pandemic looking for ways to get their kids outside to like experience stuff. So I think parents are going to be opening their wallets for this one. We'll see. I it's in it's in February, I believe. So we'll see how that works with like if parents are willing to pull their kids out of school or something for this. But I have a feeling that this dude perfect cruise is going to do well. Um oh, yeah. and I think that they will they'll sell a lot of tickets and people will people will go and have a good time hopefully. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm sure it'll be fun. It'll sell. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, wait, is this like a one time thing? Or is this like going to be a thing? It's a one time thing. Oh, they're really? not starting a cruise line. No, no, absolutely no. That'd, not. that'd be funny if they started the dude perfect cruise line. No, it'll definitely sell out. Like you know, it's kind of related to like um, you know, Minecon. Remember when that was a yeah, really yeah, big yeah. thing, like Minecraft? Um, it's kind of like it. I guess not really a person, but it's a brand that is tied to an event. And it was like Minecraft-themed experiences for a day in some convention center. People probably paid a lot for it, man. People like, paid a lot for it, and it would sell out every year. Like, and the thing is, like, the cruise, obviously, like, you're you're still getting to go on a vacation and everything, but it's just like a themed vacation. Yeah. So That'll probably get parents to go for it. Dude Perfect will still make a lot of money, even if... If you mark it up 50% over like what a normal cruise would be, I'm sure it's more than that. I'm sure it's like probably like a 100% markup or something. Then totally. um, then you can, um, they'll they'll make a lot of money and they'll pay off the cruise and everything. And your the parents will still feel like they're getting some value because you're getting to go on a vacation. Yeah. Couldn't do well. All right. Anything else that we want to hit in this episode? I think we're, we're, we're hitting time. This actually kind of long. It's, it's getting kind of a... It's going to be long if we touch on anything else. Yeah. All right. 
um I, this is a fun episode i hope everyone who stayed to the end i hope you got some sort of like revelation about how you need to go and, and network with people now so there you go yeah anything else you want to say in the no see you guys next week mark your calendars people there it see is. you next time <laughs> <laughs> all right later.